back to the NR Podcast. I'm your host, Brian. Here today we are reviewing new, or I guess not new, but kind of new, TV show Dash and Lily. So Dash and Lily is a Christmas romantic teen comedy created by Joe Trax based on the young adult series Dash and Lily's Book of Dares by David Levithan and Rachel Cohen. So the show and the book is about Dash, a cynic, who hates Christmas because it's always the time of year where he feels most alone after the breakup with his ex, Sophia. And for Lily, it's the most wonderful time of the year because she loves it, even though she's never had a love story. So let's get right into the show. The vibe of the show. So for me, I am not that person who likes all these like romantic comedy Christmas movies and uh, even though this is a show, but you, you know, it's usually a movie, but this show had me invested. This show was very good. The beginning was a little cliche of like how it was like contrasted with Dash starting like, oh, I hate the holidays. They suck and whatever. And then Lily's like, oh, I love the holidays. Even though it's a good character establishment, for these characters obviously starting off you know it's a little cliche but it gets better this show okay this show is good and i really like it and it's probably gonna get a season two so i don't have to be like oh i really hope for season two because you know this is a very i don't know you know it's like one of those shows that will get renewed for season two but anyway it's back to the vibe this vibe of the christmas romantic comedy they hit the nail on the head. It was very good. It brought me into a very Christmas feeling. And actually, while I'm recording this, it isn't even December. And it still brought me into the Christmas feeling, even though I still have, like, a few weeks left of school. But it brought me that Christmas feeling. So I liked it. And the whole romantic comedy, like, obviously, with all these shows, you know, there's, like, always an angle that they have to go for to make it different than all the rest. And this one, it's... Dash and Lily communicate through this book that Lily has set up in this bookstore called The Strand or possibly Strand, which is like her favorite bookstore. And it's also Dash's favorite bookstore. So they both like books, but like they they communicate through each other through the books until episode seven, where they finally, well, they, they actually do meet in episode six on the episode called Christmas Eve, where they both go or get invited to a party, but I'll explain more about that later when we talk about character arcs and stuff, but, you know, they finally meet, which I think it's good. It kind of, I don't know why, it's just, this is like an actual love is blind thing, because these, you know, characters don't really know what they're getting into, but, you know, I don't know, I just, like, the vibe of the show, it was there. It was really there, and I really I really did like it. It was good. But anyways, moving on. So the fashion of the show, obviously Christmas fashion. Like, you know, it's, you know, big coats, scarves, beanies, you know, winter fashion. Not not Christmas. It's just like winter, I guess. Because actually Dash is Jewish. And there's actually an episode where it kind of celebrates Hanukkah. It's like where Lily, like, you know, goes to the Jew punk underground like club, which I thought was actually pretty cool. But yeah, Christmas clothes or not, oh my God, winter clothes. And you know, so nothing obviously very special except obviously Lily's like Christmas 
dress, Christmas tree dress, I guess, like for a Christmas Eve party. But also, okay, if it lights up, why would she put that on her body? Obviously, there are like light up clothes like through electricity. But when I see those, I get scared because I'm like, what about if it catches fire or something and you like burn up? Like, I don't know. It's just, you know, it, you know, that would obviously take a very big turn if it really just burns up because of her Christmas tree uh, dress. But yeah. And then obviously there's nothing else with like cinematography or lighting really. Like it's just like most of the scenes are lit by Christmas lights, I guess, plus like normal stage lighting, but you know, nothing like really special. I guess I guess there were there were very nice shots of New York in Christmas time, which hopefully I'll be able to experience in like a year or something. Because right now I am actually applying for some New York colleges. But anyways, not about me. Moving on to the character arcs. So the character arcs of the show. So obviously the main characters Dash and Lily get the most time. Obviously, yeah, I could. I could talk about them, but I'm first going to talk about a few others. <laughs> so, one of them, Lily's brother Langston. Obviously, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I can be very critical on the gay characters. Um, and Langston? I don't know. It was weird. It was very weird. I think because his whole thing was like him dating this guy, Benny, and then he wanted to break up with Benny, but then he gets back together with Benny. And I just... The arc was very weird. Because so it starts off with like uh, Lily walking into Ben or not Benny's Langston's room to see Benny there. And so obviously Benny and Langston just had sex. And it's like, oh wow, that's amazing, great, cool, whatever. And because like, or I guess it's, yeah, it starts in like episode two because like her brother was actually like on Grinder, which I was like, Okay, that's cool. Obviously, I'm not, I guess, trying to shame anyone who goes on Grinder, but just like he goes on Grinder, and usually for Grinder, it's like usually to just have sex. But Benny, or I guess, uh, what am I trying to say here? To not shame anyone who uses Grinder who might be listening to my podcast. It's just, I'll say this it's very quick that. Langston goes on Grinder. he meets Benny, they have sex, and then, like, Langston's like, oh, I love him now. I'm like, bruh, you don't love him. You had sex with him, you know him for, like, not even a day, and you're like, oh, I love him. Um, unless you guys have been texting, like, for a good amount of time prior to Benny coming over and having sex, which, you know, could happen, you know? It's not stayed in the show, but it just seems like it's like Langston meets Benny. They have sex. Langston falls in love with Benny. Like, it's just, it's just very weird. And then it's kind of like Langston and Benny's plot line of their relationship, which somehow turns into a tumultuous relationship, but like, really, is it though? No. Because <laughs> like, so they're thrown aside for Lily, and they're going to help Lily, which is, like, so cool, whatever, older brother doing whatever stuff. But, and it's, like, I guess it's nice to see the gay dude do more than just have sex. So I guess that was cool. 
And I kind of liked how, I guess I would say this about Langston and Benny. I like how throughout, I guess whenever you see them on screen, they're they're both like feminine and they're both not taken as a joke, which I very much enjoyed because obviously I think I've stated this before when I was talking about the Grand Army with the character Sid about how it seems like all these gay characters have to be masculine. I'm not sure if I did talk about this part where I spoke about how gay characters have to be masculine to be more or less taken seriously. But in this, it did, like Langston and Benny were like taken seriously, kind of. It was like a, like over-dramatized, that's what I'm trying to say. But like, it's like, you know, it's whatever. I guess, like, you know, the whole the whole show is a little bit dramatic, so it's like, the I guess, I don't know. I, f- I feel like I'm asking for possibly too much, but then I also think no, because, side note, so I've been watching this show, I'm not sure if it's, like, on Hulu, or it's, like, a Hulu, like, add-on, like, you have to do an add-on for Hulu to watch the show, but I've been watching this show called First Day, it's this Australian TV PG show about this girl named... Hannah Barnstein, I don't know her last name, I feel like I should, but it's about this girl Hannah who is transgender and it's her first, or I guess the first episode is the first day of her in high school and it's like, it's only like four episodes, but it's TVPG and the show is pretty nuanced and it's like they're giving the time of day to her character and not making her seem over dramatic or like they like make her feel like kind of human and they actually like bring nuance to the issue especially like the nuance to the issue of being trans in high school so like i guess and that that show has made me think you know what no i'm not asking too much from these shows these tv 14 shows which should be allowed to have more nuance in them (laughs) because yeah obviously but with benny and langston so as i was saying the femininity isn't like it, it's kind of compromised for a joke, but it's like it's fine because they're not like on screen that much. But like the whole thing where Langston breaks up with Benny because Benny is gonna go on two two weeks to Puerto Rico with his grandma, and Langston's like, "Nah, I'm gonna break up with you." Why? Because you know I don't have any statistical evidence of this. But I would just assume that there are more gay people in long distance relationships than straight people because gay people, we can't just like be like, oh, yes, I choose you, person who lives near me. It's like, no, we kind of have to reach out into the world and see who's out there for us. You know, we can't just like date someone who would like go to our high school. So I just kind of find the, I kind of found the fact that Link Langston broke up with Benny. And he's gonna go for two weeks because it seemed like I first saw it's like, okay, is he gonna be unfaithful, go back on Grinder and just have sex in Puerto Rico? But it's not that. It's just the fact that they couldn't talk to each other. But then I think y'all have cell phones. You literally have iPhones. This is the 21st century. I'm pretty sure this takes place in 2020. If it doesn't, it takes place in 2019. Still, you know, same thing. And Lynx is like, oh, yes, Benny, I won't break up with you. Here's a notebook to send to me. I'm thinking, bro, what? If he's gone for two weeks, he's going to send you, like, one note. You're going to send him one note back, and then he'll be back. Like, 
y'all can just text. Y'all can text. So I just, I, it was just so weird. I just, I just really wish that there was, I guess, more to the relationship. And I kind of wish that Benny wasn't met on Grinder and Benny was kind of pre-established as like Langston's boyfriend from the beginning of the show. And like, cause even still, I th- like, I think that would kind of take away the, the annoyance of the first opening part of Langston, or I guess Lily walking on Langston and Benny having sex because it's like, oh, they've been dating for a while. You know, it's, it's the thing they do, you know, instead of like, oh, it's a grinder hookup turned into a love story which, you know, I guess can't happen, you know, can't happen, because I've actually seen people, they'd be like, oh, I met him on Grindr, and we fell in love, and I'm like, good job, guys, but, like, the fact that Link said, like, after him and Benny finished, and Lily's like, oh, my goodness, uh, and goes to a room, and Link comes in, and is like, oh, yeah, I love him, that just seems like more of a better thing to do, if Benny is already pre-established as a boyfriend. You know, it just, that, that that's what I would think. And then maybe like the whole thing could be them where maybe Langston wants to maybe get married or something. If, like, cause I think he's 21 or something. And so yeah, may, maybe he wants to get married young, but Benny's like, no, I don't want to get married just yet. And maybe that's maybe why he would want to break up with him. Like when Benny goes to Puerto Rico because he would want them to take a break or something. I don't know. I just feel like they could have done more with that. But I wasn't totally annoyed to say Langston on screen because I think he was actually a pretty good character. And then the other the other plot point, or I guess the arc that I want to talk about, which is kind of brought up a little throughout the show, but, you know, obviously focused on Dash and Lily as, you know, their names are the show. Uh, so Lily's grandpa, which I'm not sure if he has, an, like, a name besides grandpa, but, like, his whole thing about how he is going to propose to uh, this woman in Florida and then she rejects him and that whole thing. And then he needs to learn compromise with, I think, his sister, Lillian, also known as, according to uh, Lily, Mrs. Basil E., which is uh, the name of some book. I'm not exactly sure. It was like Lily's favorite book or something. But anyways, like it's all about him learning to compromise with Lillian, which I think was like, okay. It was like, okay for him to do. I don't know, I just, these, these episodes weren't even 30 minutes long, I don't think. I think maybe the last episode might have been, no, I think the last episode was like 25 minutes. So these weren't even 30 minute episodes, and there were only eight episodes. It, it was good, it was kind of bad. I, like, I liked how he kind of breaks down in the end, not because not like I enjoy watching him like cry, but it's just like he he puts up this very stern front of because Lily has to like abide by all these rules and then he was going to let her stay in New York. Then he doesn't. And it's like because he has issues with compromising, which then like he breaks down because it's not exactly explained why. It's not exactly explained why, but like, I, I don't know. I just, it was good. It was just like that, like watching it was like enjoyable. And I, like, it does feel like a little rushed, but, you know, as I'm saying before, there's not much. So, moving on to our main boys, Dash and Lily. So, 
I was actually like, I forget, I think it was like some Instagram post where I was talking about introverts and extroverts. So obviously both these characters are introverted, right? And they're both like pushing each other out of their comfort zones in in theory opposite ways because like Lily is making Dash like do things that he doesn't like, like cooking class, which sounds fun, or going to see Christmas lights, which I also think is fun, which I think makes me a Lily. While Lily has to do like, I guess, stuff to kind of release her anger, which would make me a Dash. So I'm a Dash and a Lily. Like, because I would go to, I think it's called Breakdown. Sounds fun to do, but I would also like to go to a cooking class and learn how to make mochi. So, yeah. <laughs> but I guess the whole the whole thing of that, of them pushing each other out of their comfort zones, I think it's okay. And I, and I think it's good because I think at the end, well, they, bleh, bleh, they both stay introverts, which I think is good because it makes it... See- because, you know, in TV shows and movies, it makes it seem like being extroverted is kind of, like, the end goal. But, like, you know, some people want to be introverted. It's, like, not, like, like, because I, this is what I think, and I think this is true for everyone. Like, I think everyone is learning that everyone is ambiverted, which means they are, you know, partially extroverted and partially introverted. But, you know, it's like a scale of like, maybe like you're 99% extroverted and 1% introverted, or, you know, maybe the reverse. But I, I guess the whole thing on this was I like how they kept these characters introvert at the end. It's not like Dash's big thing was like a song and dance number in front of like the rock, is it, is it Rockefeller? I don't even know. The like the giant tree thing is on Rockefeller. If it's not, I'm really sorry, New Yorkers. If any of you guys are listening, um, it, it's not like he performs some song and dance there. It's a very like, like his la- his like I guess thing that he get like he brings her to, I guess, is this nice quiet thing at the bookstore at Strand, which I think is good because you know in shows and movies it's always these characters are pushing to be extrovert, which, you know, is obviously not bad, but it just seems like being introverted is somehow bad. So that's, I guess, what I'm saying. But really dissecting these characters. So I like how they give each other the backstory or give backstories on both these characters. And I, and I like it how they both, in a sense, kind of have tragic backstories where Lily has trauma. So she has trauma with Edgar, Mr. Now Hot Dude, Edgar, uh, who seems like just like a dumb jock character, but you know, who am I to say? But like, it just, so she has trauma, but she's always very happy. And then with Dash, he would ha- has like, that has trauma with his father. And it seems like his father always loves picking a fight with him which has led him to be very cynical. So I kind of like how there was the diverging of that. But like really looking into it more. So one of the biggest things, so I really, really, really liked how natural everything happens in the show. Like everything. Like why does Dash even take the notebook? Because I like, it's not said, but I think it's like a possible underlying factor. He wants to find like a friend or anything because obviously at the beginning of the show he's not really happy with his father he just got or he didn't just get dumped but he got dumped by Sophia you know 
his life's not going the greatest and he finds his notebook and says do you dare and it's, I think it's kind of him being like oh am I gonna get a friend out of this am I going to be able to meet someone who I can like be around and be happy around so I really did like that and it's very organic throughout the show except the so episode five I think I think so just like with Sophia and Edgar I guess and Lily and uh my goodness and Dash obviously so it was very interesting to see that Sophia seemed like she was trying to poise herself as like trying to bounce back into a relationship again with Dash it was like really weird because she kept saying friend she's like oh we're friends we're friends we're friends and then she takes him to a museum and they kiss and then he's like nah I'm thinking about Lily and she's like oh that's cool friend 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 again so it's just like it was the first time she was like oh we're friends it was like kind of like haha I'm setting up to become your girlfriend again dash mwahaha which you know I guess could make sense but like and then she just decides to actually be his friend after which I did enjoy and what am I trying to say with all this what I'm trying to say is episode five so the part where Lily is pissed because she just figures out that her parents are are possibly moving to Fiji because her dad got a job offer you know and she goes to I'm not even sure where if it's like an open mic night or what and she's like Oh, no, the poetry slam that Edgar invites her to. She's like, I'm angry. I'm pissed. And then she calls out Edgar for giving her trauma. And I was like, yes, go off, Lily. Destroy him. And then, and then, and then Edgar's like, will you go to a party with me? And I just thought, she's not saying yes. This would be the perfect time to drop an F-bomb. Like, it would be so perfect. She's like, F you. And then just walks out. I'd be like, mm, 10 out of 10 already. She's like, no, I'll go with you. I'm thinking, what? Hold on a second. Excuse me? No. Because here's the thing. Here is the thing. Edgar has given her actual trauma. Like, it seems like trauma that she's harboring. Going with him to a Christmas party, I think, would literally just trigger her so much. Because literally, whenever she's around Edgar, she only thinks negative. She finds the word weird negative, and she obviously feels bad about herself. So why would she go to a party? Like, who cares if he's attractive? He's not, like, And yes, he's changed on the inside, but here's what I'm going to say. Even if someone, okay, if someone is mean to you and gives you trauma as a child, and then later is like, oh, let's be friends, you are well within your right. And like, I guess, I guess this is personally me. I would say, no, I do not want to hang out with you. You trigger my trauma of whatever. Like in this case, it's uh, when Lily is around. Edgar and he says oh you're so weird like he means that as a compliment now but she uh keeps reliving the night where he uses that as a connotation for like bad and stupid and I'm just thinking so why is she going on a date with him because it's just so weird it's very 
very like I know she has to get the Christmas card. She has to figure, like she has to meet Dash, but not actually meet Dash. And I think the way that they could have done it was just I think if they made Edgar not a bully, but maybe like her childhood like friend or maybe even crush, like. Like, maybe he was the one who told Edgar, like, this new character, let's name him, like, Timmy or something. Like, she goes to this party with Timmy because Timmy was maybe her childhood crush because Timmy stood up to Edgar when he was being like, oh, Lily's so weird. Oh, roasted. Boom. And Lily's like, okay, I want to go to a party with Timmy because Timmy was nice to me when I was a kid. And then it would make sense. I just I just feel like it was so weird for her to go anywhere with Edgar because obviously she seems like she does not want to do anything with him. But you know, who am I to say, you know, this it's just my opinions, you know, because maybe because maybe someone else would maybe want to hang out with someone who used to bully them and because maybe they're just trying to amend something or something. I don't know. It's just, and then also, so with Dash, there was a very weird kind of part. Uh, so in episode, I think, seven, when Boomer reveals the fact that he had met Lily, I think uh, episode two, episode three, I'm not really sure, but he, he met Lily already. And uh, Dash gets mad. I was on Dash's side. Like, yes, Dash was lashing out. Like, he was being rude. But, you know, it's kind of weird if you're like, okay, so you, my best friend, have been withholding very important information from me about someone who I am attracted to. I don't know. Like, I understand why Dash needs to apologize or why Dash did apologize to Boomer, because obviously he he lashed out. But it just feels like Boomer should also be apologizing to Dash. Just, I guess, that's me. But also, so overall, just, I guess, one of the other arcs that, not really arc, but kind of just, like, general plot point of the show. So while I was doing, like, I guess, research before I started this podcast... I read an article. I forget who it was by. I feel like I should search it. Let me just... Okay, so it's this article by Slate on MSN called Dash and Lily are Jerks. And it's a, and it's this whole thing where it's like Dash and Lily are jerks to industry and service people because of the whole red notebook uh, handing off thing. And, and I thought about it and I was like you know what? You're kind of right. I'm going to see who wrote this because I want to give them credit. By Karen Hahn. So just, and this was one day ago, but so that's for me. So that's 11, 17, 2020. Yeah, I am recording this very early to when I'm dropping it because I'm a good podcaster. But anyways, so the whole, so this whole article by Karen is talking about how Dash and Lily kind of sucked at the industry people because they're expecting these service in- that industry people to kind of like go out of their way for Dash and Lily, which, you know, I kind of agree because like, it's like kind of, and this scene, I think like a good amount of TV shows and movies, like not even Christmas, but it's just like anything city especially like romantic it's like the city is the playground and the main characters don't really have to follow any rules 
which it's like I guess so. I guess so. It's just like, you know, do I agree that Dash and Lily are jerks? Kinda. But I just feel like me, some of the industry people and service people should have been like, yo, I'm not going to do this because I have a job. Like, I don't want to lose it. But yeah. But let's talk about characters. So there's obviously characters who don't have any arcs. I'm going to start with my favorite, Lillian, Miss Basil E. So she is the older elderly matriarch woman who's always got the advice, who's kind of like the older woman who's had lots of sex back in the day. She's that type of character. And I love all the, I love all those types of characters. They are so funny. And I loved her in this one because I think one of my favorite moments with her was so in episode four, Cinderella, where Dash goes and he's like, oh yeah, uh, Lillian, uh, I have your boot. And Lillian's like, cool, this is for my gr- great niece. So yeah. And then she's like talking to him about how she really loves Lily and how like does Dash even love her? And I think like, I don't know, I just really liked her. I really liked her. So she was one of my favorite characters. A character that I did not like Priya, um, no, just super annoying. I could not even, I could not even with her. She was so, like, in the first, in the first episode where there's, like, the gay sex joke for Dash went to go find, like, I think it's called the Wonders or the Journeys of Gay Sex or something. I, like, and then Priya's like, oh, is there something I should say, Sophia? And then Dash is like, oh, I'm just trying things out like not really like a big issue but like do we all know that there's more than just gay and straight like do do we know that like does the show know that maybe dash is bisexual hmm? i mean he's pansexual like we do not know okay so like i just that was a little annoying and then Priya she's just I don't know she's just like the girl who's always pops up should be annoying and so I guess the the actress did do a very good job portraying that I just it was so annoying just I cannot I cannot with her just same with Edgar though I could not with him either I already talked about like uh kind of relating Lily's art to him about how he caused her trauma. There's a part where he calls her damn cute, and just the way he says it, I was like, ugh, disgusting. No, I could not. I could not. Just, like, that felt like something. It felt like, I don't know, it just made me feel, I don't know, it just, it didn't even feel like a compliment. Obviously, I'm not Lily, but it's like I got secondhand disgustedness from that. It's just like, mm, no, he did not just say that. He did not just say that. Another character, which I, who I kind of already talked about, Sophia. There's only one thing that I need to say about Sophia, and she needs to stop texting Dash so damn much. Like, sis, get a life. Por favor. <laughs> because it's just like, she's texting him like, oh, I want to meet up. You can't keep dodging me, Dash. Like, maybe he doesn't want to see you because you broke his heart. 
So, yeah, Sophia, don't be dumb. But getting out of the way of all the characters I didn't like. Oh, wait. Okay, in the end episode where they threw Nick Jonas into this, and the only reason they actually did, and I I think I said this. I'm not sure if I said this in the last week's podcast, but the reason that I found this show was because I was actually on Nick uh, Jonas's Instagram page, and he posted something. He was like, oh, I produce this show. And I was like, oh, that's cool, Nick. Nice job producing shows. I'm proud of you. And so I watched the trailer, and, you know, obviously, here we are now. And then there's just, like, the little part with him in, the, in talking to Dash and Boomer and Priya and Sophia. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny. So I liked seeing him uh, pop up as more than just, I guess, singing. Because obviously, uh, not, not like an attack on Nick Jonas, like his singing is amazing. But personally for me, I, I like when he acts because I, I think he's a very funny person. If you guys ever saw him in Scream Queens, that he was funny in that. I just, I, I thoroughly enjoyed him in Scream Queens. So I liked him. I liked seeing him act. And then I also, I guess, liked seeing him and his brothers perform, which made me think, I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking how that went down. She's like, hey guys, I'm producing the show. Do you guys want to come on to the last episode and we can all like sing a song? And there, and then Joe and Kevin were like, yeah, man, anything for you. And then they go do it. I just, I don't know. I was kind of sad that we I didn't get to see them act because, you know, do I guess a question, a side note, side question, whatever. Do Ke, do Kevin and Joe consider themselves as actors? I don't think I've actually seen them in anything like besides the show Jonas Brothers and Camp Rock. I don't think I've seen them in any uh, television or film. I guess recently just like they've they've been working on their music which i like but anyways back to the show so i guess there's no really other characters like that i just didn't want to talk there i guess one thing so boomer and sophia at the end where i'm not sure if they were on a date or whatever but i'm just like bruh you're dating your best friend's ex there's gonna be so much tea in the second season oh speaking of tea I'm sorry I keep forgetting all these points, but the whole the whole episode of Christmas Eve where Dash and Lily are in the same room but they don't know each other, the drama, the tension, the tension, oh my god, it was, that was so tension filmic. It's like a cliche of like when two characters don't know each other and they're in the same room. I'm not, I don't think I've ever watched like a movie or a TV show where it's like that. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is tense. So anyways, Moving from characters, season two theories. I'm a, as I said, I'm guessing this show is getting a season two. But my, my question is, where is it going to pick up, right? Is it going to pick up a year later and be like another Christmas like themed thing? Which, you know, I would enjoy because, you know, I love Christmas. I love watching Christmas. No, I I think I already said how I didn't like watching Christmas. Just there are some shows that I would enjoy Christmas themed, like, or, like for this, yeah, this for example. That's what I'm trying to say. But I'm just wondering where would it take off. And so yeah, that's I guess I think it's probably gonna take off because I think it's gonna keep the same 
like holiday theme. And it's gonna like take off right at the beginning of like a Christmas the year later. So there's that. I think another theory. So Boomer and Sophia at the end. I'm not sure if they're dating or they're going as friends, but I feel like there's going to be drama with like because Sophia and Dash can be friends. That's totally cool. I love seeing exes be friends because you know exes can be friends. But when your best friend dates your ex, oh boy, no. No, no, no. No. And it seems like Boomer actually has admitted to Dash before that he likes Sophia. And I'm just like, mm, no. I just, that, that's got to be big tea. That's going to be so much drama and tea in the second season. If that, if that is actually what happens, you know, obviously. But, you know, it's a theory. So you know, I think another theory is possibly there could be another love interest for Lily. Like, in, in a love interest who is more like her. Because obviously... Dash and Lily juxtapose each other, which you know is always good in TV shows because juxtaposition obviously creates good character foils, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to really get into it. You know, you're here to have me talk about non-character foil related things, kind of, but I think she might maybe get a love interest or like maybe she'll somehow become, like she'll get a, like a love interest which might pull her away from Dash but then I feel like that's kind of like any like rom-com trilogy Netflix thing, especially since this is Netflix, you know, I may, maybe they'll go that route. I'm not sure. Another one could be maybe like Lily somehow becomes like depressed because it's, so this shows TV 14. I thought this show was TV PG. It's not. Um, but like maybe she could become really depressed or something really sad, and then the whole second season is made about how Dash is trying to bring her spirits up through Christmas, which could be possibly a very interesting look into mental illness and what our partners and friends and family do to try to, quote, fix us, you know? So that could be a very interesting thing. I doubt they would do anything like like, severe, severe, where, like, she has, like, depression, but, like, you know, who knows? It could go anywhere. You know, TV 14 can cover a range of different topics, you know, because I think what makes something TVMA is if you show genitals, breasts, or say the F word, or other, other words, like the F slur or the C word, you know, you know, I could keep going, but you know what they are, but <laughs> anyways, like, possibly another theory, which could be very interesting. So maybe instead of Lily getting a love interest, maybe Dash gets a love interest, like another love interest, which, I don't know, could. Because, so he's like, oh, I'm a loner. Maybe he gets, like, another loner girl. Like, maybe kind of gets a character, like, the love interest is more like him, which, you know, could be very interesting to see, but then ooh, this would be a good theory and a good fun thing to just watch. Lily and this new girl become friends, and they and they third wheel dash. Like obviously, I know that's not gonna happen, but that but that would be so funny if they did do that. But yeah, I just I don't, I don't know. It just like I don't know possible possible other theories could be 
because it kind of feels like this whole show has been resolved in one season like the whole thing like lily is staying in new york with her grandpa or at her great aunt's when her grandpa isn't around dash has amended things with his father oh wait i'm not a possible theory dash's mother comes back into new york because uh he talks about how i'm not sure if he says he doesn't like his mother I know he doesn't like his dad, but I'm not sure if he said he doesn't like his mother, which, if that is true, could be very interesting to see that, like, how that will play out with his dynamic. Yeah, I I don't know, like, theme shows, you know, they can only happen at a certain amount of time, but yeah, I just, there, okay, there is also one more thing I'd like to say before I end this podcast, so I know I've been dragging Langston, but there is one thing that he does says. He says, it's not about the first kiss. It's about the first one that matters. So he says that line after Lily has kissed Edgar and she wants to really, she really wanted to have her first kiss with Dash. I think that's a very important line because I think everyone like is like, oh, I want my first kiss to be magical and spectacular and amazing. But you know, sometimes it's not that. But, you know, it's, like, more of, like, the first one that matters to you is the most important one, which I think is a good line to say. And I really liked Langston said it. So, yeah, that is my review on A Dash and Lily. Next week, I will be reviewing another Christmas-themed show. It is called Home for Christmas, which is a TVMA show. So excited to see that. It's also a Scandinavian TV show, so, you know, I'm going to have to watch the subtitles, and, you know, if you want to watch it with me, you're also going to have to watch subtitles, but I'm very excited for this, because here's the thing. Number one, always love seeing TVMA shows, especially since this show is, quote, raunchy and quirky, so I'm very excited to see that. Um, just, and also, wait, did I, yeah, TVMA, and then also, usually non-American shows are just somehow better. Like, there are so many good non-American shows that are amazing. For example, Money Heist, Elite. There are more, but, you know, I did not take the time. Dark, that's another one that I should mention. I shouldn't mention that. That, I heard that show is so good. So, yeah, that was my review on Dash and Lily. Next week, I will be watching Home for Christmas. I am your host, Ryan. This is the our podcast, and I will see you next week.